laughing and jerking off while your best friend is being buried. Show some goddamn respect. She sweated Trap on the shoulder, even though he was head and shoulders over her and not even related. She rounded on Gilgamesh next, glowering at him from underneath the brim of her wide black sun hat. You've been smoking, she said. No, he lied. Bullshit. She dug into his jacket pocket and pulled out what was left of his pack. Holy shit, these aren't even the good kind. She popped open the top and pulled out one between her teeth, pulling a lighter from her own purse. I, I have such a positive role model. Gilgamesh stole his pack back. Hayes glared at him and blew a stream of smoke in his face. I'm your big sister, not your fucking mother. I can only tell you what to do half the time. She wrinkled her nose in disgust. Ugh, these taste like Christmas. Gilgamesh shrugged. I had four bucks. Should have bought some lottery tickets, Trap said. I knew a guy who had 20 bucks, bought a bunch of like three and five dollar scratch offs, and the dude won like five thousand dollars. It was fucking great. Did he share any of it with you? Hayes asked. Fuck no, he quit his job and split town. Then I don't see why I should give a fuck. Hayes batted her long, clumpy eyelashes at him and then turned away. Jesus, let's get out of here. All these feelings are giving my soul diarrhea. Maybe we should stop for some lunch along the way, Gilgamesh suggested as they headed towards the car, since, you know, you hate cooking. I just bought some more ramen. You need to eat it before it goes bad or something. Hayes opened the door to her old white 70s station wagon and slid into the hot beige leather seat. The inside of the car always smelled like McDonald's and cupcake air freshener. It was a weird combination. Ramen doesn't go bad. Its original function was to be provided to nuclear holocaust survivors. Gilgamesh slid into the seat next to her, knocking countless old drink cups, burger wrappers, and tattoo art magazines onto the parking lot pavement. He could have sworn he heard some of the old flat soda sizzle when it hit the asphalt. I want real food. Let's go. It's what R.C. would have wanted, Trapp said from the back seat. Well, if you put it that way. Hayes started up the car. The air conditioning came on, but it hadn't worked properly in years. Mostly, it gave off a funny smell and spat out some lukewarm air. Now the car smelled like burgers, cupcakes, and ass. Sis, when are you going to trash this junkyard shit and get a real car? Gilgamesh asked, slouching in his seat and feeling something sticky tug at the back of his jacket. When you start making some real money, Hayes said, pulling out of the parking lot and heading for the road. Until then, you, me, and Trap, for some inexplicable reason, are living off a waitress's salary. And do I need to tell you how badly waitresses with lip rings get tipped? Gilgamesh could be bringing in the real cash, Trapp said, but he refuses to get his hands dirty. I'm brains, not muscle, Gilgamesh said, and I don't think filing off the serial numbers of handguns is my life calling. Trapp shrugged. Calling it or not, it lines my pockets pretty nice. It could do the same for you. Nah, you need someone to visit you in prison. The car veered, sending Gilgamesh slamming into the dashboard. Trapp slammed back into his seat, the wind knocked out of his lungs for a half a second before the brakes were hit, and then he fell forward, almost knocking his head into the back of Gilgamesh's seat. For Christ's sake, wear your goddamn seatbelts, Hayes yelled, putting her face in her hands. We don't have any fucking seatbelts, Gilgamesh roared back. What the hell was that? Are you fucking crazy? There was a man in the fucking road, Hayes shouted. What was I supposed to do, run him over? We are literally right beside a funeral home. It would have been so fucking convenient. Gilgamesh slammed his fist into the dashboard, his anger flushing his usually pale face. Trapp twisted in his seat, a bit dazed. He peered out the back window using his hand to shield his eyes from the sun. There's no one back there, he said. Fuck that, there was someone fucking back there. Hayes twisted in her own seat to look back. 
I saw him. It was a guy. He was standing there like an idiot, and he didn't look like he was going to move. Maybe someone's grandpa wandered away, Gilgamesh muttered under his breath, his anger cooling. He slid back into his seat, wrestling with his jacket to get it off. I don't know. I don't care. Hayes turned her eyes back to the road. I didn't hit him. It's not my fucking problem. Trap rubbed his head, settling back down in his seat and looking at Hayes. I'm telling you, sis, there's no one back there. Whatever. Hayes put her foot back on the gas pedal. I know what I saw. You motherfuckers just want me to think I'm crazy. You're a little crazy. I almost died. Gilgamesh propped his feet up on the dashboard. He was wearing flip-flops. I would have haunted the shit out of you, too. It would have been terrifying. Hayes rolled her eyes. It was almost dinner time when they got back to the sad, yellowing trailer with the broken door jam. Gilgamesh was the first to step through the door, McDonald's iced tea in one hand and a bag of freshly fried heart disease in the other. He went straight for his room, trap following on his heels. Gaze stepped in last, kicking the